Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I am certainly honored to be here with all of you on this episode number 139 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I have a little something different today. I'd like to delve into a passage of scripture that has been a blessing to me for a number of years. Let's just say that for just another few minutes. Let me give you some time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, is coming to you with the second call to worship, a look at Psalm 100. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU family. So before I get into the psalm, I'd like to give you a little background as to why we're going to be talking about this today and why the psalm is so dear to my heart. So my parents made sure that my brothers and I were in church every Sunday, on nary a Sunday we'd miss. And uh, we had an order of service, just like other churches do. And after what we used to call devotion, praise and worship is what we call it now. After devotion, we had what was called a second call to worship. And in this part of the service, there were a couple of uh, segments to it, if you will. Part of it was that the congregation recited Psalm 100. And I did that BCU family every Sunday for years. Now, of course, you know, I was a young child and heard it first and started to repeat it with the audience, if you will. And eventually, by default, I memorized that entire passage of scripture. Yes, I know many of you are thinking, well, it's only five verses, but you know, still that that was pretty neat. I didn't realize that I knew it. And believe it or not, at this part in my life, I still know it by heart. I absolutely do. Do not have to look at it at all. And this is the only psalm that I know in its entirety uh, from start to finish. And I think what resonates with me with this particular psalm, BCU family, is that as a child, I repeated it because that's what I knew to do. 
but as a saved adult and walking in my second decade with the Lord, as I look at this and meditate on it, it just speaks to my heart and it blesses me. It really does bless me whenever I hear or read it or recite it. So I thought that I would share that with you all today. So let's walk through Psalm 100, if you have your Bibles with you, and let's walk through this verse by verse. All right, so let's start at verse number one. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. So BCU family, is the noise, is the praise, is the shout that we are making to the Lord, is it full of joy? Now, just like you all that are listening to me, We've got things going on in our lives that are not quite the way that we want them to be. Amen. I know that I do. I am still waiting on the Lord to move some things around, to change some things, to uh, bring some things into fruition and all those types of things. Also, as we look around at what's happening in our landscape, uh, as far as uh, different earthquakes and famine and uh, different events that are taking place and what's going on in our governments and all of these kinds of things that are really just a sign that the Lord is soon to come. They can, they can get to you a little bit, BCU family, if we're not careful and they can alter our attitude about giving God praise. So this reminds us, Psalm 100 verse one reminds us to make a joyful shout, a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. And that means everyone. So it doesn't matter what your, what your ethnicity is, where you live, what your background is. If you are breathing, you are eligible to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So verse two says to serve the Lord with gladness. Now I want to stop right here for a moment. I know there's a second part to verse number two. And when I think about this verse, BCU family, I think about or I used to think about coming into the house of the Lord and serving him, you know, as we're giving him praise and worship with gladness. And certainly we're supposed to do that. Also, are we serving one another with gladness? Because when we serve others, we are truly serving God. Colossians chapter three, right around verse number 24, 23, 24 reminds us that whatever we do, we are to do it as unto God and not as unto man. So are we serving in, for those that might be married, are we serving in our marriage, our spouses with gladness? Uh, are we serving our children with gladness? Are we serving our family members or our co-workers or the boss man? Are we serving, or boss woman? Are we serving with gladness, our customers with gladness? Are we doing it or are we doing it out of a, an attitude of uh, I'm just going to be here for the next eight hours or knock this eight hours out? Or, you know, are we doing it with a glad heart? Because truly we are serving God when we're serving people, we're serving God. So we want to keep that in mind. So serve the Lord with gladness. And then the next part of this verse says, come before his presence with singing. Now, what I like about this BCU family is that there is no stipulation here on whether you need to be an alto, soprano, tenor, bass, baritone. There's no perfect pitch clause in this particular scripture at all. It just says to come before the presence of God with 
singing. And that's part of our joyful noise. Now, I know that there should be some skill there uh, in certain situations. And I understand and I respect that and love the people who can uh, bless the Lord. And it sounds wonderful. What's good about this BCU family is that the Lord just requires us to come before his presence with singing. And it doesn't have to be uh, album ready or album worthy, if you will. Yes, I am taking it back to the albums. It doesn't have to be album worthy. The Lord just wants us to come and sing uh, praises unto him. And that is awesome. That is awesome. All right. So we don't have any requirements for singing. Verse number three, everybody says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. Now I need to stop right here because that in itself is just something to give God praise for. When I think of that verse, know ye that the Lord, he is God. He is God. There is none other. There is no one like him. This is the same God that spoke this world into existence. Think about a BCU family. He said, let there be light. And there was light. He created just by speaking the animals and the creeping things and the fowl of the air and all of the things. He just created these things. He is amazing. He is God. He is God and the amazingness about him. Not only did he create this earth and everything in it, he made us. Yes, he did. In the image of himself, he formed Adam and then Eve. So look at that. He made us. We didn't make ourselves. Can you imagine what a mess we would be if we made ourselves? I mean, how would it even be possible for us to make ourselves Think about a BCU family and science is into trying to clone things and trying to figure out what God has done and how to make people and all of these other sorts of things. When God is the only one who can orchestrate that from start to finish. Isn't that something? So, yes, your parents got together and had you. God had a hand in all of that. And he made us. The scriptures led us to know in Psalm that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's because he's made us and not we ourselves. And on top of that BCU family going on uh, and still in Psalm 100 verse three, uh, he reminds us, the Lord reminds us that we are his people. Look at that. We have been handpicked, chosen and selected to be his people. Hallelujah. His people and the sheep of his pasture. Now, let me say something to you. He is a good shepherd. A Psalm 23 reminds us the Lord is my shepherd and we shall not want for anything. And a good shepherd takes excellent care of his sheep and the pasture that he chooses for the sheep has plenty of green grass that is nutritious. OK, it's free from a whole lot of filth and flarn and a uh, barman coming in to try to devour up the sheep. There's plenty of water. There's rest. It's a place where you can graze and get your strength. So I'll take being the sheep of his pasture over being out in some old stranger's pasture where there's a lot of artificial turf, GMO, all kinds of 
um, things that are harmful for you and that will hurt you and dirty, contaminated stuff where the enemy is ready, ready to devour you. No, I'm staying in the pasture of our Lord and Savior. Okay. And his name is Jesus. So I will continue to be a sheep in his pasture. All right, BCU family, I'm wound up here because this is blessing me. Going on to verse four, uh, that says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. When we go in to talk to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, whether it is a corporate setting, whether you are in your car, uh, whether you are uh, in your prayer closet or whatever the case may be, we want to go in with a song, if you will, of thanksgiving. When you think about what the Lord has done for you, how he's blessed you, kept you, made his face to shine upon you, protected you, provided for you, saved you, healed you, delivered you, kept your mind right, hallelujah, fixed your broken heart, and just dying for you and rising again so that you can have a right to the tree of life. And this applies to me as well. Those are awesome, awesome things to thank God for. And I'm sure if you all thought about it just for a moment, you can think of something to give God praise and thanks for. No, 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 not everything is way the way that we want it to be, but think about what God has done for you. So we want to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise because with thanksgiving BCU family comes praise because when we're grateful to God for what he's done, we will automatically begin to praise him out of the depths of our heart. We will hallelujah, hallelujah, the hallelujahs and the thank you Jesus. It just comes up automatically when we Think of the goodness of Jesus. Do I have any thinkers out there listening to me today? Do when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, automatically we begin to praise him. So verse number four ends with be thankful unto him and bless his name. So we're entering in with thanksgiving and we're entering in with praise and we're continuing with even more thanksgiving. So you know what? You see how that works out, BCU family? We're, we're thankful and we go into praise and we're thankful some more and then we bless his name. And the word bless, there is a Greek word and I believe it's eugelio. And I'd have to look it up, BCU family. I'm going off the top of my head, but it, if you listen to the word eugelio, you hear eulogy. And typically at a eulogy, you speak well of the person that you're eulogizing. And that's what the word bless means, to speak well of someone. And in this case, we're speaking well of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So it's thanksgiving and praise and thanksgiving and even more praise. And we speak well of what the Lord has done for us. And not just that, and not only that, more importantly, just for who he is. And then that last verse, verse number five, BCU family says, for the Lord is good. 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 That I'm reminded of one of my church aunties that said, even on a bad day, 
The Lord is good. And sometimes, you know, things don't go our way. We've got circumstances that don't work out uh, the way that we had planned them or what have you. I had that happen recently. Let's not confuse the day and the happenings with God's goodness. Just because the day didn't go as planned, it doesn't mean that God is not good. He is still good. His mercy is everlasting. And I am grateful for him extending that to me. I know that you are too. Think of, uh, for those of us that know the Lord and have walked in his way, some of us have just done things our way. We got a little hard headed. Yes, I know I have wanted to do things my way. Uh, sometimes was a little on the ignorant side, all those types of things. And God's mercy kicked in every time. And let me tell you something. I'm grateful to be a beneficiary of his mercy. Now, that doesn't mean we go around practicing sin. It just means that if we do mess up, we repent quickly and just take advantage, if you will, of the mercy of our God. And I don't mean undue advantage, just the mercy that's available to us for the asking. And then the final part to verse number five of Psalm 100 says, and his truth endures to all generations. And that is the awesome thing about God and his word. It is sustained. It's true. It doesn't move. It doesn't change. It doesn't flinch. It doesn't go by opinion or thought. It endures to all generations. And when I think about my mom, when I think about my daughter, when I think about all the people that I know that have gone on and that are still here and, and the next generation and, and the generation that's coming up, the truth still stays the same. It's always going to endure because it's God's word and he is his word and he is always true. It's always true. It's not something we ever have to worry about changing. Now, BCU family, that right there, that entire psalm is enough, I tell you, to almost like go into a praise dance right away. When we think about it and meditate on it, it is so rich and so encouraging. And I can see now um, why the church that I attended call it the, called uh, when we did this, the second call to worship. I never really understood it until I thought about this psalm and read it through and, and recited it to you all here today, that this will bring you right into a state of worship and praise. That's what this psalm is designed to do. Praise our awesome and amazing God. BCU family, I cannot speak for all of you, but let me tell you for me, uh, that particular passage of scripture, Psalm 100, it stirs up my spirit down, down, deep, deep. I'm telling you where it just blesses me over and over again. It doesn't matter how many times I've read it or heard it or recited it. I'm just blessed and refreshed in my spirit. And I pray that all of you are as well. So on that note, I'd love to know what resonated with you about Psalm 100? Uh, what verse or verses? Or is it a different psalm for you? Or maybe there's a passage of scripture that stirs you up uh, regardless of how many times you've read it or seen it or have heard it being preached or taught. I'd love to know about that. So I'll tell you what, if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head there and go down to uh, the comment section and there's a space there for you to leave whatever your thoughts are and I'd love for us to continue our conversation.
All right, BCU family, it is about time for me to wrap things up. Uh, as usual, I am so grateful to God for all of you all tuning in for your prayerful support and also sharing the podcast so that we can grow the impact of what God is doing here. So Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, give you peace and keep you blessed and refreshed in both your spirit, body and soul as you stay on the walk.